0: listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Brace yourself, I'll take you on a trip down memory lane. This is not a rap on how I'm slinging cracker moo cocaine. This is cold de sac and printy yak and major pain. Not the drill sergeant, but the stress is weighing on your brain. It was me, elbows and Yang Yang would YG Lucky riding down the rose cans. If you ugly waving your hands out the window, check yourself. Uh, Warriors and cold ants hope You can slow dance with society. The driver seat, the first one to get killed. Seen a light-skinned nigga with his brains thrown out. At the same burger stand with beep hangout. out now that is not a tape recorder saying that he did it but ever since that day i was looking at him different that was back when i was nine joey packed the nine pakistan at every porch is fine we adapt the crime pack a van with four guns at that time with the sliding door fuck is up fuck you shooting four if you ain't walking up you fucking punk picking up the fucking pump picking off you suck a sucker dick a dot a sucker punch a wall of bullets coming from aks a r a y'all duck that's what mama said when we was eating that free lunch Oh, that's my shit. Oh man, goddamn, all hell broke loose. You killed my cousin back in ninety four. Fuck, fuck your truce. Hey, welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host, Rod, and Karen. we're in the house on a Saturday. Which means feedback time, y'all. Um and uh let's just start with what everybody wants to hear, okay? For our two tickets to NegroCon, this is what I figure we'll do. We can just have a raffle, okay? i don't feel like setting up an auction on ebay i don't feel like what it's too much work but here's the important part because i and i and i cannot be more i cannot stress this more we want to give it to two people who are going to come so don't just put your name in the hat just on some bullshit like really do plan on being there like we want to give you two tickets so you can attend um it's in uh washington dc at rfd is um the the name of the um the venue, the venue. yeah and um it's uh let me just get y'all the, the date one more time but um yeah like it's 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 like three weeks from now on a saturday from six to ten or something like that like we want you to come we want you to be there yeah 6 p.m june seventeenth, 2017 it's about three weeks away we want you to be there but we need you to know like we no bullshit okay so the way we'll do it is um i'll make a post in the facebook group for for the people there um uh, but you can email us the tips at gmail.com Um uh, we'll probably take uh entries for a couple days like uh and basically by this time next saturday we'll be giving the tickets away okay so next saturday we're gonna pull the name out of the hat or you know whatever we'll sign numbers or something and that's that's how we'll that's how we'll do it guys so um you know we'll keep track of it yeah like Roger said, if you know that you're not gonna
1: come please don't waste our time
0: yeah nothing's gonna piss me off more than somebody wearing these tickets and not showing up like real talk because there's so many people that want to be there right so um yeah you can email us theblackoutist at com and get your name in the hat uh and like i said I'll, I'll if i remember i'll put something in the facebook group if not if you're hearing this like i said hit us up on um, the blackouttips at gmail.com and we'll put your name in a hat and we'll figure it out okay uh and we will need your phone number i think because uh the, the person that originally bought the tickets will basically text the tickets to you um so that's how we're gonna handle it all right so this is the blackout tips you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic all those places leave us five star reviews and if we like them we'll read them on the air uh the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme okay and we're pulling double duty today guys we're gonna do this show and then jess is gonna come through at 3 p.m and we're gonna do balls d sports for all the premium people uh premium people uh but yeah, yeah premium
1: people been winning this week you got a uh pirates review you got a uh baywatch baywatch review y'all been getting the reviews
0: for sport movie reviews that's correct um so and everything should be working with the feed and everything Mm -hmm. everything with the site should be working so everybody should be good to go now um of course uh there's also that take the time out of their busy schedule to uh hook up the show okay y'all don't have to but y'all do it anyway because y'all love us and appreciate us being here uh you don't even get anything for it to be honest the only thing you did get is a shout out you know mm-hmm. um, and yeah, we thank you yeah and then we're going to read all the feedback too the people that left messages on the com, people that left 5 star reviews on iTunes and get yeah, on Stitcher this week uh, the people who um, uh, leave voicemails we're going to play their voicemails if they're 3 minutes or less some of y'all get a little wordy sometimes uh, and then we'll check out the emails as well so uh, we got a lot of stuff going on here is what I'm trying to say guys and we're going to try to get to all of it and enough time for us to be out of here and prepare prepared to do balls d sports with justin um all right so no further delay well, uh, well actually a little bit more further delay i gotta wait on this uh playlist to load, but uh i'm gonna play the songs for uh 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 the song for the collection plate uh okay it's coming up and it's moving slow why <laughs> really nice trying to gather
1: themselves together, y'all? Did, mm-hmm.
0: do I, why the choir? Yeah,
1: the choir. That's choir got themselves together over yeah, there. We okay,
0: good. we
2: good. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and
0: unemployment.
2: This song for you.
0: Today's, Today's a new, new day, new day, and it's time to give thanks to the bank account uh we got a one-time donation from anna h who says i hope karen can use this to help expedite her passport i just went through the same thing and about lost my shit too if they don't say you need an appointment what the fuck love the show hope you have an amazing trip thank you baby yeah it's too late to rush it but thank you well, she'll probably use it for drinks, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, drinks on you. Thank you, baby.
0: Renate M., a recurring donator. Thank you so much, Renate. Mm-hmm. Anthony Van D, recurring donator. Thank you. Thank you. Olivia from Chicago, you know, film underscore mm-hmm. Uh Pete B, recurring donator. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. One-time donation from Deborah F. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deborah. Uh, oh, wait. That might be recurring. And then one-time donation from Kavis D., who says... Damn, this podcast made me lose my humor, humorless liberal card. Shaking my head. Well, I'm sorry,
1: buddy. <laughs> you can
0: always get it back. Just be real uptight. Stop listening to us. Talk shit about us on social media. It mm-hmm. happens. They, they, they'll,
1: they'll be more than happy to welcome you back in the club. They made a
0: joke. How dare they?
1: How dare they make me laugh?
0: Mm-hmm. Rita May C., recurring donator. Thank you, Rita May. Thank you, Rita May. Bomani Jones, host of the Noon Sports Center, coming in uh, January. Mm-hmm. Ain't that some shit, y'all? started from the bottom now we here uh nick z recurring donator thank nick thank you uh monica b recurring donator appreciate mm-hmm. you, monica mm-hmm. annie p recurring donator thank you annie and she's a brand new recurring donator yeah, so I ain't know her to annie. yeah annie are you okay to join the new members class i That's know correct.
1: going over there comrade
0: uh adam s recurring donator thank you very much mm-hmm. katie g recurring donator we appreciate you Jason J, recurring donator. Mm-hmm. One time donation from Risha C. Thank you, Risha. Thank you. Uh, we also got a recurring donation from Nerds in Luxury. Those luxurious nerds. Mm-hmm.
1: They've Just, been
0: hanging around with us for a while. Yep. Justin J, recurring donator. candace H, recurring donator. Thank mm-hmm. you, candace Thank you, candace Asia D, yes. Asia D, recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Latanya D, recurring donator. Damn, it's a lot this week. Chriselle m recurring donator thank you Chriselle. early days of photography was a recurring donator thank you so much micole mm-hmm. f recurring with that donation marvin b yes marvin, marvin b, b recurring donator and that's everybody Woo, y'all came through guys
1: yes thanks for putting it in the collection plate Mm-hmm. y'all keep the lights on
0: uh so all right let's get into it oh we already getting Negrocon. Kind of, uh uh application so cool uh um, all right let's so play me, me out oh, oh, oh. you look so much better when you oh, say, oh, oh. you look so much better when you oh, oh, oh. You, waiting, you look so
2: much better
0: when you oh, oh. and why you and you look so much better when you and why you praying you look so much better when you look in the mirror you look so much better when you always remember and you look so much better when you smile I, I, can't I, I can't explain. explain. Fell from heaven and like the shower and difficulties.
1: Difficulties. Alright,
0: alright.
1: Yes, and I think you got an email address, but just in case.
0: Theblackgouttips at gmail.com. Thank you. Uh, alright, five star reviews. Got a few on iTunes. Laughing in my cubicle from exclamation uh, point sugar pop one exclamation point. I wouldn't be uh, able to get through my work week without y'all. Love Karen's laugh and the way she is pinky to Rod's brain. Only 80% of babies, only 80s babies would get that. That's correct. Yep. Narf, I say. <laughs> All men need to take lessons from Rod on how to treat your lady. Flowers just to make the girls at work jealous. He knows just how to make a woman's day. I can't afford premium right now, so consider my do- this my donation to the church. Until next time, love you.
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. We will definitely take that in light of money because uh yeah we need these reviews to make the girl go around too
1: yeah we do and uh for those of you uh who uh, got a man uh you need a woman that could do both uh just send him a text out the blue and tell him he's sexy mm.
0: out the blue yes I oh did. you didn't me that this morning mm-hmm.
1: for no rhyme or reason
0: thank you mm-hmm. i thought it was an accident i said she's texting her other man nope on the um she must I was, I was about to see did you mean to tweet this send this text to um mm-hmm. your secret man nope well i thank you you're welcome get a woman that can do both
1: <laughs> love it
0: five star you know i don't just do all this uh folding clothes and stuff around here for nothing
1: i uh, clear you don't I honey I'm, I'm thankful for you
0: uh love it five stars afro delicious uh says i love listening to karen and her husband rod the show is funny entertaining, and insightful keep it up thank you we will thank you and if you guys want bonus karen she was just on uh movie trailer reviews podcast Mm -hmm. in sandy check so she was a guest by herself uh over there with chris i had a great time with chris thanks mel for juvenile Rich4422 says five stars. Rod and Karen, thanks for inviting Mel on the show. I was hoping Mel could have gone further with her back that ass up intro. Fantastic show as always. Peace, Rich. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, we love Mel. Uh, we do. Uh, Cinco Estrellas. I think that's, uh, Spanish for five stars. Uh, Perfect Cypher says, love this podcast, makes me laugh all the time. Thank you. Thank you. We are trying to do that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a goal to make people laugh. It's hard to do in this world today. Nah, clear it is. Uh, uh, so that's our five-star reviews for today. <clears throat> Appreciate everybody taking the time out to leave them. If you're not in the continental United States, uh, well, actually, if you're not in the United States, um, let us know. Because you can still leave a five-star review, but we won't get to see it unless you um let us know what country to go look up so this
1: includes canada and mexico i know we front to back back to front but they like nah be
0: right so uh all right let's check out the comments on the website com. for each episode we have a post on the website you can log on you can leave comments and let us know what you think Mm -hmm. last uh week our feedback show was 1449 slavery is bad i didn't think it was a controversial thing to say but Uh, me either but apparently it is apparently in these days you gotta come right out and say it uh think pretty smart says according to the article below his lying ass dead daddy is named also named cleon oh so we're talking about cleon the police officer Mm -hmm. who said he didn't know he was black and told him that he had Indian in his family and cop cleon only checked his dna because his daughter had an illness that blacks typically have i'm assuming she was diagnosed with the sugar oh sick of hell. yeah so yeah uh she was lactose intolerant also i'm pretty sure that before he reviewed his blackness his co-workers and maybe him said racist crap and cleon just laughed it off it sounds like that kind of workplace to be honest um mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yep they're from michigan so i can imagine his daddy was one of the many we have who were and continue to pass cleon the son and daddy knew their white uh was cut from the with some negro like crack is cut with baking soda. Lenore said, probably sickle cell. I believe T Bob spoke about how it's more common for black people. Mm-hmm. Anonymous says, reviews should have been revealed. What is this for? Uh, um, oh, <laughs> Anonymous left a comment replying to think pretty smart it says, review should have been shared revealed instead of reviewed. Uh, his blackness uh lenore 312 left comments she said hey rod hey karen that Tizon article made my stomach uh made me scrunch my face up like waka Flocka. okay mean uh i regularly forget that Tizon was filipino as i was reading it was definitely like white retroactive remorse here's the thing about the culture that made me scrunch my face up filipino folks kept saying it's very disrespectful in our culture to go against your parents he was just doing what was normal every culture has fucked up stuff that is normalized because of culture or tradition come on that parent thing could apply to any culture that isn't white so when filipino people are defending their culture it's an odd battle because either way it was slavery he knew it was slavery by the time he was an adult he knew his mother was mistreating her he knew he had she had family back home he knew his family lied about her status in the home her his mother was sick uh idosia uh was still cognizant enough to go home he didn't hire a caregiver he let his mother keep her slave he underpaid her to assuage his own guilt quote just like just like that i had a slave when she didn't uh want to uh leave his home after his mother died um he's an adult he's an adult uh, who knew she was enslaved and did the bare minimum to say he quote unquote tried right and excuse my cats, but he put her ashes in a motherfucking shoebox but wants to say he she was like a mother to him and his kids sorry but he don't get sympathy for being a product of his culture all of our cultures have fucked up things normalized hell black people normalize beating kids another act from slavery just because it's normalizing your culture doesn't make it okay just like in tbgwt culture you ride are trying to normalize those white people music covers stop it rod love y'all <laughs> Lenora 312 let me tell you something Lenora 312 I'm not trying to normalize those co- co- those uh, white people music covers. What I'm trying to normalize is how to eat Kit Kats. Okay, keep up. Ah! You gotta stay stay on your toes, stay on top of my agendas. Okay, so <laughs> I, she replied later uh is this the same day three days later she replied okay so i calmed down a bit i listened to Cold switch with gene denby and they had alex's wife's on there's a little more effort revealed but it's still effed up a serious self-realized apology is needed and that didn't happen and can't from alex Tizon, but the siblings are still here and they need to make a motherfucking statement you can't fall back on victimhood because people on the internet are angry at you for being a slaveholder culturally normalized or not yeah, that's the thing people love to be like but now you guys didn't like what i had to say so it's like i'm really the victim here uh which is kind of fucked up um and one more comment anthony animal thug tatum says i am from cleveland northeastern ohio and we are covered a lot in stories i often call ohio the most northern southern state the underground railroad might have stopped through here but above ground most certainly was racist uh and the poll was the simple one is slavery bad yes or no uh two percent of people said no slavery is not bad <laughs> i'm assuming they own slaves let's check that house 98 percent say yes <laughs> it is it is bad for 98 percent. brooklyn shoe babe says um slavery is bad always even if it's on some revenge for enslaving my ancestors shit never ever good mm-hmm yeah, i just hate to be controversial like that just gotta go on a, I, I sorry guys i just gotta go on board on the uh on the record of saying slavery is just not my cup of tea you know? i hate to offend anybody with that hot take but just uh mark me down for anti-slavery i guess uh we had episode 1450 god says throw bricks at white men uh this is the episode we had ah, mel ah. aka beauty jackson on the show yes uh, as always a great episode and a great guest and says right here's a picture of the principal of the high school that suspended the honor roll student for wearing the off-shoulder blouse just saying yeah i already i think i said during the show that i had already seen that picture but yeah i saw it white woman wearing a shoulderless uh shirt right away uh c6 said i scrolled down and they have a black woman assistant principal how much do you think she hates her job also she has a doctorate but none of the other administrators do hmm. she has a doctorate yet somehow she's not the principal come she on principal. she's hmm. not the principal interesting interesting
1: Right, education don't mean nothing
0: my man at black underscore Dante says it was weird to see dudes who used to be ashy who have rebranded themselves as allies and pro-feminism leaning black men go full white man as usual and pretend how LeVar Ball acted towards Leahy wasn't sexist or at the very least disrespectful while black women on the timeline are saying his behavior feels sexist hey man that nigga has somehow become a lot of niggas like hero mm. Um, to some some extent, Correct. and I think it, that is extremely foolish
1: because mm-hmm, he's everything that they want to be. Like, he's loud, boisterous, just and a lot of these niggas wouldn't dare do that shit in real life. Like, they're like, Well, I can't go out here and do it, but I can, you know, root for him through the uh, uh, root for him vicariously through the internet.
0: The reason I think it's dangerous is because he's a person that will say and do anything in the short term to get attention right and i think it's just as bad as being uh yeah it's just stupid it's just stupid he's not loyal to any principle, so you're gonna end up defending some indefensible shit because he's not above anything like i could see him like people will you know people are all on that he's not disrespecting her she she don't she talked about his kids man's fatherhood and then you see like within the next couple, I think Mel mentioned on the show, he's talking about Kyrie Irving not having a mother in his life, his mom died when Kyrie was four you know, it's shit like that where it's like, and I didn't see nearly the people defending that comment or coming out trying to support that shit or leave his fatherhood alone, I didn't see any of that, one, cause he was talking about a black man, Mm -hmm. people saw the target as Kyrie Irving but, uh, yeah, that, like he's just, he's just a person you can't I don't know why people get so, and I and I, I continue to say this. I I'll be consistent on this. I don't see why he should be the needle that moves any conversation. He's not. Mm-mm. He he's not an important person. And he doesn't think things through. So y'all can he will worship his ass if y'all want, but I refuse to let him make me mad, and I refuse to support that dude as well. Max says, how did y'all do that whole segment on the Texas law and not r- do a read for your promo for Adam and Eve? Get your coins player. Yeah, he's talking about the dildo law. Uh, <laughs> Willie F. Brooks says, now I will not stand for this repeated slander of D'Angelo. I will not let the white people have him and to let him ruin the sexiest of the sexiest songs cries internally. How does it feel? <laughs> not good. Monica says, so great to hear Mel every time she's on the podcast. EVE e says, what they are doing to that honor student is ridiculous. From the sound of, of it, she tried to come for this girl before, but the mother intervened and has been looking for a reason ever since. I have a girlfriend who was nice. a vice principal at her school where most of the other administrators and the principal are white. And she said that their first response when a kid steps out of line in the slightest is to call the police. They, the only other black administrator is a black guy who is that school's version of Ben Carson because he co-signs with all the racist policies. She says, when they have the slightest problem with a kid, they do everything in their power to get them kicked out. My friend hates her job and is applying for another one. So I believe this young lady that the principal sounds like she's been waiting. It's sad that young black girls are being subjected to this mess about what to wear and how they style their hair. Yet we still manage to, to succeed and do great things. That's why they hate us. Black girl magic. Hoping things work out for that young lady. Who knows what life would be like if people actually supported these young black kids from from junk.
1: They would do great things. Because, you
0: know, black women are already so, uh, they're just overachieving. You know, whether it's school and starting their own businesses and shit like that, and yet somehow it's been a fight their whole lives in a lot of cases just to get there.
1: Yeah, and the thing about uh, black women that, I'm going to tell you too, the thing about black women that make us so marvelous and so outstanding is that from the time we're born, we're kind of in a deficit, even within our own race. And through it all, we strive, we shine, we continue to move on. Uh, a lot of us have a lot of struggles in various different things, from the texture of our hair to our skin tone to our weight. You name it, uh, we've been criticized about it from our voices, you know, every, to our noses. Everything about us has been constantly criticized. And, you know you go through that and then for a lot of women um and some still struggling through this you get to the point where you get that self confidence and once you a black woman and you get a self and you get self confidence that's something that nobody can take from you and that's why that's something that everybody wants to beat out of you a strong black woman literally a strong black woman like internally strong that ain't here for your bullshit they're not here for nothing less than the best they're not going to um Uh, deal with just anything. They're not going to lower their standards. They're, you know, they're reaching for the stars and reaching from the sky, and they are shaking off anything that's going to hold them from their dreams. And a lot of these women do it with children, and Mm -hmm. a lot of these women do it as single parents, and a lot of these women do it ain't shit daddies, and a lot of these women do it through food stamps, and a lot of these women do it through various different situations. They still rise. And it's one of the things where You know, even through it all, we still are the most educated group of people in this country. And it's one of those things where instead of people recognizing us and praising us for our abilities and our capabilities and the things that we have done, regardless of how the world treats us and regardless of how our men treat us and regardless of how the society treats us, you know, we don't get any pats on the back. We don't get any... You know, you're doing good. And that's why, uh, people don't understand why black women love black women. You know, because honestly, we all we got. I'm gonna keep it real. People don't want to believe that, but for black women, we are literally all we got. We're gonna root each other on. We're gonna cheer each other on. We're gonna be like, you go girl. We're gonna be like, you look fine. We're gonna, like, like we are our own cheering section. And that means a lot. And it's one of the things where, People cheer for people when they know the struggles and the things and the plights that they've been through, and I think and 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 in my opinion, it's sad when you look at society and you go look at all the things that these black women been through, and a lot of them will never be recognized for their work and their accomplishments in their workplace or at home and a lot of times and sometimes even through their children, so that's why you have to learn how to love yourself and say, despite all I am going to uh love myself and know that I'm better,
0: yep um so yeah I I think that uh it's a miracle almost you know like that whole black girl magic thing like that's real cause you have to fight just to graduate And she didn't do anything wrong a shirt and now a school thinks that's reasonable to be like well now you can't graduate cause you wore a shirt a month before graduation um alright so uh we did have a poll zero tolerance uh zero tolerance policies in school i'm in favor of them or not a fan once again two percent one person was i'm in favor of it must be the same person that likes slavery (laughs) Well, we need per-
1: to check into you person
0: yeah somebody just, somebody just <laughs> we, to need, we need
1: to send somebody your
0: house 98 say, 98% say not a fan Brooklyn Shubay says like the death policy I will be in favor of zero tolerance policies in schools if it was guaranteed that the student being punished was the right student and that the system was it inherently biased against the poor, uneducated and people of color zero tolerance policies in school also fail to take into account circumstances for example your school may have a zero tolerance uh, policy against fighting but what? Led up to the fight maybe the kid didn't get molly walked on was whispering death threats or passing around naked pictures of that kid's mom on his phone you just don't know well also the thing i hate about zero tolerance policy with fights is that uh often if i try to defend myself i'm i'm also treated as the aggressor in a fight
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know and as if it doesn't matter and it's mm-hmm. like well there's a difference between i have to protect my myself from getting my ass whooped and I just walked in and pushed the kid down and took his lunch. Like, Come on. Yeah, the problem
1: that I have with the zero tolerance policies is fucking laziness. That's all it is. I hate them because they're goddamn lazy. Zero tolerance policy policies are laziness. You don't want to look through. You don't want to decipher. You don't want to use any critical thinking skills. And the thing about it, I also another reason why I uh, hate zero tolerance, zero, zero
0: zero tolerance Tolerance
1: policies Mm -hmm. is like the uh person that wrote in said they're not applied equally if white people got the same zero tolerance that we did it wouldn't be a problem but that does not happen brown people get suspended at a much higher rate white people do the same goddamn things we do but for some reason they find a way to go around the system and not implement the zero tolerance policy uh episode
0: 1451 exhausted by whiteness uh we had several comments uh 80 test 83 says i'm so sick of these motherfucking white people policing our baby's beautiful hair i i had hair hate for most of my life because of being predominantly uh in predominantly white spaces to be real at 33 i still have it some days when i go into work i work with my i work uh i worry that my afro will be seen as messy or unkempt when i go out uh today and see all these beautiful brown women and girls with their natural hair it makes me smile so hard our hair is beautiful and free and seeing young girls embrace their hair makes my heart smile also props to these young woke ass kids I was listening to another podcast about the situation at Mont Verde Academy. They have suspended these girls and they have missed out on numerous senior events because they refuse to change their hair. They are at the point that they are risking expulsion the seventeen year old I was not woke enough or brave enough to lose out on my senior events for principal uh anyway, love y'all keep up the good work yeah that, those kids. that is amazing Mm
1: -hmm. and i think and people can say what they want to say about young people this is their revolution you know every generation has different forms of revolution Uh, this is their form of revolution this is their form of civil rights like like they're facing a lot of shit that a lot of us I don't know how I would have responded at 17, 18 years old or in my 20s if this stuff would have happened, you know, when we were younger. I can't tell you how I I would. I wish I would have been this bold. I wish I would have been this brave, but the average person is not.
0: Yep. Um. She also, uh, wrote back in, or they wrote back in, sorry I am back again to correct my previous post. The story with the two girls is not Montevideo Ac- Academy, though this school had the same natural hair bullshit happen also. It was actually Mystic Valley Regional Charter School. Also, these girls have white parents who are fully supporting them and fighting the school policy. These parents have supported their children and told the children they will continue to fight the policy even if their children decided to change their hair. That's dope, man. Cause I think a lot of parents in that kind of situation, it, it, you almost, would have a hard time being like, I know this is going to hurt your your education and possibly your future, and it's a principled stance, but my job as a parent is to also make sure that you get your education and, and your future. It's like, I know it's a catch-22 for a parent because you almost, in a lot of cases, you almost could see them being like, man, just go to school. Like, I know my parents probably been like, man, just – cut that shit off go to school fuck these people but the average parent but but you just need to you know so it's cool that those parents are very supportive they do deserve props um and yeah Uh, anthony animal thug tatum says shame on the nigga was my favorite wu-tang song damn was so you done with it after that white boy got done with it (laughs) can you blame him? d ramsey ph dunn says it's always five stars when i saw paul Mooney's afro i hollered that was a show art uh, the, she also said this just posted on Yahoo. It is now legal for Alabama to remove Confederate uh, monuments. Mm-hmm.
1: They passed that state law. Really? Mhm. Yeah, but well you you can't move any of them. Because pass- Mississippi
0: was the one that did it, just like last week or whatever. Mhm.
1: And and they know that that's the trend. So a lot of states are getting in front of it they passing laws that say you can't pass laws to tear the shit down. So basically, you're saying you're racist.
0: But we need to get over slavery, guys. Right? Why y'all? Why are we holding on the old stuff? Why? Why can't we just? Is this is the slave people that own slaves not alive no more. So, so. But well, we need to make sure we maintain their monuments and so nobody can take them down monica says it's so upsetting to keep seeing story after story of young girls being sanctioned in their own schools where they're supposed to be safe and protected from wearing hair the way it comes out of their head the racism is so blatant i've learned a lot in recent years about how black women's hair is policed at their workspaces and i share that knowledge with my friends because i just didn't know before to see it start so young that's violence i've seen so many beautiful black boys and girls with big afros in the streets of new york city recently and it makes me so happy i try not to patronize because i check myself on that level but internally i'm always like whispering you're beautiful i want every child to know they are i'm a brown latina and i grew up with a pretty racist anti-black family even as a kid if i felt less than because i was darkening all my cousins so i was not down with anti-blackness as an adult i get so angry still at how much my mom and them tried to teach me black people couldn't be physically attractive i always took it personally i would never stand for that especially when it's said about children yeah man it's 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 a shame like what white supremacy has done to people and the head trip is is done because even other cultures can can participate in anti-blackness
1: yeah, even other brown people right yeah
0: like other you don't have to be white to. i mean Ooh. black people right. do it black people do it to ourselves sometimes yes, we
1: do
0: uh japanese men only allen nothing to see here or down low retreat i think it's a download retreat to me be honest, too y'all. The, the rules seemed a little weird no technology no pictures come on now uh download retreat 80 percent of y'all agree with us 20 percent say nothing to see here just just men hanging out in the island Mm-mm. having fun and
1: what is what is they doing on this island long cloths
0: i don't they just
1: hanging out here. okay wrapped up in sheets i don't think so
0: we had episode 1452 oh now selma gets it uh d ramsey ph dunn says salma can sit in the corner picking boogers from uh all the guys that think just like her yeah uh rwh 2016 says hey rider karen i rarely watch shows on abc nbc fox or cbs most of the time uh watching shows on hulu netflix netflix alert you need to add the handmaid's tale it has nothing to do with fashion. It's about oh,
1: nothing to do with fashion.
0: It's about a near future takeover of the United States by a totalitarian and Christian fundamentalist government called Gilead message the united states is ruled by a new militarized regime of bible thumping social and religious fanaticism new social classes are created in which women are brutally subjugated and by law not allowed to work on property control money or read the takeover causes widespread infertility due to warfare induced environmental contamination so of course this results in the enslavement of the few remaining fertile women called handmaids the girls dressed in red with white bonnets. The handmaids, according to the biblical precedent, are assigned to the homes of the ruling elite, where they must submit to ritualized sex with their male masters to become pregnant and bear children for those men and their wives. As Chris and Aaron would say, Nigga, if you are tired of watching chicken dinners like Gotham, you need to pick a winner like this series. Elizabeth Moss from Mad Men and Samira Wiley Orange is the New Black's Palsy stars. Love the show. Rich. Thanks, Rich.
1: I've heard good things
0: about it. Yeah, I haven't had time to watch that one yet. Mm-hmm. Might have to watch that Harlots first. No thank you at Sugar Pop Fit says, uh, I still can't identify that Beckified song. I don't remember what this one was, to be honest, that day. Uh,
1: that was that, um, uh, what was the name of that song? Oh, shit, I forgot it. But it was terrible, whatever it was. It took me a minute to recognize it, too.
0: Yeah, it was trash uh do you think the penis man was innocent yes or no because he got off the well no pun intended but he 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 got off he he we found not guilty
1: it was mercy
0: oh that's what it was mm-hmm. thank you longer yeah mercy uh um,
1: nothing no, nothing nothing like it yeah
0: i thought no. i think everybody knows that song
1: the way that they performed it mm-hmm. it took a while to figure out what the hell because you know how you know the acoustic guitars mess up the mess up the flow
0: Uh, anyway, uh, 93% of our audience thinks that man got away with murder. Penis man is guilty. Mm -hmm, And 7% think he's innocent. Mm. Interesting. Interesting results there, guys. Uh, and lastly, episode 1453, No One Likes Arby's, which, uh, a couple people were upset that I talked bad about Arby's and they said something to me on social media. Uh, yeah, both of you guys, very upset. But it was such slander and two people got mad okay
2: <laughs> yeah
0: very controversial opinion of mine that two of the thousands and thousands of people that hear this show said oh god i'm mad you you, you know you're you you guys know that y'all are in a small percentage just accept it okay nobody likes that shit uh todd mf says listen carl hardy senior came back out of the caucus mountains to push his white imperialist agenda can refer to that gentrified mcgrill burger Although I'd put, punish one of them joints and not tell nobody, that's beside the point. You seen the commercial for, how does Carly Carl had the audacity, the unmitigated gall to run up in that black man's place of business to capitalize off the employee's idea. Now before you say the man said I would never put reels on a burger, he reserves the right to profit off of his employee's idea. Intellectual property law be damned. I'm literally shaking right now. Hashtag boycott hearties. Hashtag not before you try that shit. Hashtag, you know black folks love reels. Hashtag fact 95. 6% Six percent of all Europeans are born with tails. Hashtag who trying to meet me at ah! Hardy. Hashtag not to protest but for dinner. Hashtag could be worse. Hashtag could be Arby's. I love y'all. Todd, that's how, that's how ah! I felt. I saw, I, that comm-
1: that
0: I saw that commercial and I was just like, Come on, man. You oh, stole you the know. fucking idea. You know that barbecue sauce gonna be flames on it, dude. You know you stole the goddamn idea. Yeah, he did. Uh Big Daddy D eight says Love the show and have been a listener for years. The story about the white guy who raped his sister and the parents who basically supported him and the judge who said, well, you know what? It's a little pussy between family members. I can't imagine how hard it must be for that little girl to live in that house knowing her brother raped her and her parents basically turned their backs on her. And the justice system that said, while you know he shouldn't have done it he also definitely shouldn't be punished for it unreal but in a country where the president says you know just grab him by the pussy why would the judge lock this monster up and for someone who to rape his own sister you are indeed a monster that (laughs) i know what you mean too because uh it's not like if he raped somebody else i'll be like not a monster but this is somehow even more like it it's yeah it's even more fucked up in some weird way where it's just like you you, even worse of a rapist than than i could even imagine dude what the fuck is like how can you not be in jail right now
1: yeah they come home one day she ran away i would completely understand
0: right like i don't and then like i said there's no cp there's no recourse where like child protective services can come in and be like well what's up with this family she just gotta live there the judge should not even be allowed to look at the bench let alone sit on ever again jw says i fucks with arby's that grand turkey club and gyros are flames i like that buffalo the buffalo chicken sliders mainly main, maybe mainly because they're a dollar 29 a piece and i'm cheap yeah well i love taco bell then because you know (laughs) d ramsey ph dunn says first 15 minutes of the show were prices i love the lgbtq plus news segment karen's uh queen karen sings her braces off super excited (laughs) about you two headed to seattle later this year i was there last week and it was a beautiful city five stars i can't wait yeah man as long as they pay for them tickets and shit you know what i'm saying uh, i hate to be you know i almost didn't even tell y'all because i i normally try to wait till i'm 100 sure that we're
1: gonna
0: uh, do it but somebody was like i already bought my tickets i was like well, I hope, you know if everything go right we'll be there if these motherfuckers come back in in a week or two like oh man dog i'm gonna be like what uh monica says the girl from the real adrian something is uh by i think is her last name is latina so i personally feel as a fellow latina it's fucked up and totally loaded with respectability bullshit for her to say there's a way to say what monique said but with class and not as loud if she don't get the fuck uh i'm i'm glad lonnie uh spoke up and made the same point that rob made about how it was monique's own stand-up show on her terms uh that girl is a mess 100 yeah and i saw monique on twitter hit up adrian by line was like i'm happy to come on the real to talk to y'all about it me and my husband would love to talk to you so yeah i i do it that's my thing Mm because my my thing is don't don't talk that shit and then get scared i there's no reason to expect monique won't come on and talk to you face to face with you know uh you know with, with with like all the necessary way you know uh uh what am, what am i trying to say cordiality or whatever like there's no reason to expect her to just show up act a fool it's not like she's on stage giving her her comedy routine she's t- done interviews before have her own. Talk about it. And like I said, the most, the thing I took away from that clip mostly is how afraid the black people in that industry were to say something bad about Tyler Perry, um, Lee Daniels or Oprah. You know, it's almost yeah. like.
1: Yeah, I think some of them I had, had a ties with some of them. So
0: they yeah, like, well, they, some of them said it. Like, those are my friends. I've talked to them. I don't know them, but I know them, you know, like, and those are movers and shakers and they help people get jobs and shit. You never know. When you, when you have an opportunity and you don't want to burn that bridge but for monique she already the bridge has already been burned at this point she's just telling y'all what you already know yeah and ain't nothing you can do now Eve says this rb slam they're coming from a man who terrorize, terrorizes us by eating his kit kats all cattywampus is just wrong first of all how you eat a kit kat doesn't matter because i still eat it the thing is it's, I'm not disagreeing with how you eat Arby's. I'm disagreeing with that you eat Arby's at all. All I said was the truth. I ain't never been in a line at an Arby's.
1: I'm just here for the potato cakes.
0: I ain't never been in the line at an Arby's. And Karen's never, ever, ever said, let's go to Arby's for potato cakes. Mm-hmm. Not once in my mm-hmm. life, ever. Mm-hmm. Not once, y'all. Okay? Y'all all a bunch of liars. And I don't know why y'all are lying over for Arby's.
1: Oh, I, I'm, I'm with, I, I I agree with what you said. If it's something that we happen to happen to go, I'm here for the potato cakes. If we ain't going, I don't care. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all always trying to find the good and the bad with Arby's. I don't know yeah. what's wrong with y'all. I'm just here for the napkins. I'm going to tell you something. These napkins, Arby napkins. Woo, they're two players. Best in the game. Best in the game. I'm trying to tell you, suck up our sauce. Well, you know what? After the show, we eat Arby's today, Karen. Mm-hmm. Oh why? Oh, isn't that interesting chat? Isn't that interesting chat room? Is that did that just happen? Hmm. We could just get all the unlimited potato mm. cakes you want, Karen. I want not eat. Mm-hmm. I got you, Potato Cake City today. Oh, suddenly, all of a sudden, <laughs> it's not good enough, is not That interesting, Eve. She says Arby's got the meat, and I love every juicy bite. Lie, you ain't name one sandwich. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. she said you had the audacity of a white white girl saying she discovered shea butter actually I don't I say I have the audacity of a white girl saying why is it shea butter on my aisle ah, with my good hair and then <laughs> slapping it off the shelf cause I would never eat arborist
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> really dark night says listen the story about the brother raping his sister and the entire system turning her back, her back on her was too motherfucking much they all deserve to go to jail parents judge the brother so- show uh show how whiteness and maleness are king in this country then you follow that up with another race story that's just fucked up this too much yeah and to be honest there was another story i just didn't even cover like i think it was in the uh that's y'all man segment or white people news segment where i was just like i i I just we had to have break yeah we had it's too much like i i'm telling you man uh the stories we don't cover sometimes uh but I still read. Sometimes I'm just like, man, I wonder how I'm affected by that because I know I there's like, so-and-so kills a baby. So-and-so rapes a baby. So-and-so kills a puppy. So-and-so. And I'm like, just like, too much, too much. Can't put this on the show. But I'll read it sometimes just to be like, you know, oh, wow. That happened? That's crazy. And you see the depravity of people and especially men. You know, it's just, it's no good way to put it, man. Men are fucking dangerous in our society man like all these articles just have a like a theme which is that some motherfucking dude decided today's the day i'm taking somebody's life and yet you still got people walking around saying shit like you know women are emotional and men are logical and shit it's just nothing supports that that opinion other than just you saying it uh all right the poll was easy do you like arby's yes potato cake me up baby or nope 64% of y'all said no y'all don't like Arby's but still 36% of y'all said potato cake me up so some of y'all like it we got some comments Rockstar says what's wrong with you what's wrong with y'all you niggas are crazy for eating Arby's you know your stomach is going to be in a world of pain when you order 5 Arby's roast beef sandwiches for $5 anyone who can stomach their food is truly special and has a stomach made of cast iron Jeremy says, Arby's is like the Tyrese of fast food.
1: Oh. It is.
0: The uh, menu items are spelled wrong. Um, ah! Monica says, my whole life there's only been one Arby's ah! Ah! I knew I knew of near the bus station in Times Square. Can't remember eating there, but it looks shady. Recently, they opened up like a block away and a really new night space, and I went with a friend and I had a great turkey sandwich. Great service and everything. Maybe I opened a dimensional portal shrug i'll go back to see if it's good again need to try potato cakes i guess steven miller says there were no arby's in my neighborhood one day over oh, for a few weeks of course my neighborhood has been gentrified they did open a shake shack and a five guys overpriced and unimpressive damn just when i got mcdonald's money
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh well mcdonald's money uh and the food soon part uh, Alright, we got a couple, uh, shit, we got a lot of voicemails. Let me play these. Alright,
1: let's do it. Yeah, exactly. What? what? Uh,
3: I don't know what we're gonna do with that guy. Every
2: fucking
1: day, man. we somebody? Yeah. you some to rush
2: man. and have a bunch of buy-offs and then so you can go smoke and bullshit around.
0: Maybe somebody. I, I'm gonna stop for. I don't, we might be accessories to a crime. A ride down I don't know what happened with that. And then they called back. Did You butt down, a little six baby? hours later. But I don't think they left a message. Somebody just got got us on their wrong phone. I don't.
1: Yeah, wrong, wrong number, baby.
0: Yeah, be careful out there. Um, Good thing we ain't the feds. Right, lucky we ain't no snitches. <laughs>
1: right, we ain't no snitches. Baby. A seven
0: second voicemail. What could this even be? What's this one? Oh, was just the beginning of computer love. All right, I don't know what's happening with our line. before. Ah, okay. All right, next. one. All right, one. next one. How long is this one? Uh, that must have been a zero second message or something. Oh, I hate to wait. Okay. What's
1: happening today? Uh, what is going on
0: with our messages today? I don't today? know
1: what's up was was yes
0: it? zero seconds alright do we
1: need to refresh take it down and restart it here's, a,
0: here's another voicemail this one's five minutes though
2: yeah it was good Rod and Karen she's called Martin Bad brapper from New Orleans and uh first off I gotta call y'all man I, I was listening to your episode y'all had this episode y'all was talking about like different things that was going on with the monuments and as well as like racism in the theater and like I mean, I mean first off like, I gotta say thank y'all I man I've been listening to y'all for like Oh, five years now. I don't think five years now. I be feeling like man, you like y'all my like my T D and my Paul Rain, like you know in New Orleans Paul Rand, like your goddad and your T D like your uncle so your, your T D like your Thank auntie. God. I be feeling like man every time y'all drop something, man, my T D and my Paul Rain about to run some real at me right quick, you feel me? But uh <laughs> so like yeah, man, just listening to y'all all these years, especially listening to Rod and Chris on the Sandy check, I'd be like, man, like you've shaped you've shaped how I look at things as a black man coming up in from from patriarchy to women's issues to politics to even being motherfucking nerds, you hear me? Because, you know, at times you'd be, you'd be feeling like alone thinking that, you know, you're the only motherfucking nigga that's in the comic books and wrestling or, or movies of that nature. When I, so, you know, when I start listening to y'all podcasts, I'd be like, God damn, nigga, other motherfucking black nerds and y'all older than me, which means you could become older, successful. I ain't gonna say I ain't you're old and shit. But, <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you know, you could be successful and good and still, you know, holding on to your nerddom and your blackness. So I'd be saying, you know, from black man to black man, appreciate you and then listen to Karen, man. You keep it all the way 100. But <laughs> the thing, the reason I'm calling in was because just given, I was just about to make a connection to how I can give y'all props in all this monument situation. You feel me? So people like this. All right. When I, and listen to y'all all these years, man, I, again, it inspired me to do this is just, you know, podcast called the Flower With Bass Podcast. You know what I mean? And on the Flower With Bass Podcast, we give us a whole bunch of you know, a whole bunch of topics like y'all do. So, during the podcast, they got afforded me an opportunity to get on this radio show called A Misbelief, that AM radio show here in New Orleans. So, on that radio show, we always have guests on it, whatnot. you feel me? So, one one time, we we talking, and all this monument stuff been going on, because, you know, and taking down these monuments, the homie, our homie, Quest Moore, he was over this thing called Take Them Down Nola, and they've been the main ones, like, for years, been battling to get these monuments taken down, you feel me? So, um, we like it's been like a celebration seeing them get down. Whenever, whenever one is going down, like they got some people out there with the Confederate bullshit on their racist nonsense and all that. But straight up, there's always like a second line of the party is all these black folks down there just dancing. Like yeah, take them white motherfuckers down, take them racist people down and whatnot. So the craziest thing is who you will find out there in in support of the Confederates. Because once again, this is New Orleans. It's a small New Orleans. It's a small ass city. So we got our partner on the radio show and he talking about um you know, he talking about how he saw a principal that works at his school out there on the Confederate side and he works as a principal for a black school. So he's he's out here teaching black kids the principal of a black school. And he got the nerve to be on the Confederate side waving that waving that flag or whatnot. So on our show we like, Well, what's his name? You feel me? So we out his name, which leads a listener to peep it out and say, Oh, that's his name? All right, yeah find his link in, the listener go from finding his LinkedIn to just pushing this whole brigade to getting this dude fired, which really led to this motherfucker, Nicholas Dean, is his name, to getting fired. So I'm I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, so when y'all talking about the monuments on, on that episode of, on the Blackout Tips, which you know, you know name your shit, but you know, you're talking about the monuments, or whatever, I'm looking like, damn, we just got this, this racist ass white principal fired from a black school poisoning our kids and shit, and this can all be linked back to y'all, because <laughs> if I was never listening to the Blackout Tips, I would never have started a podcast, which would have never gotten me on this, on this radio show, which in many ways will not have happened because, you know, on that joint, um, I like I helped the dude that started it, like, get it going because he was saying, well, you do a podcast, I need your help. Well, it all go right back around to the black guy who tipped doing the public service. You could say by, you know, 7 to 18 degrees of separation, y'all helped us get this racist motherfucker kicked out of this black school. You hear me? I'm just saying. So, and the other thing, I know I've been taking a minute, but the other thing I wanted to connect to was, y'all had this, y'all was talking about that, and you know, that that theater company that, uh, that that they wouldn't let, he did, but he wouldn't let motherfuckers, you know, have black people in his place, and that's been an a thing going on in this city, in New Orleans, because like, I was going to act as well, so, um, I was just in this play and I got cast to be, I was like the first person to ever play uh, the black version of this character, is A guy named Chance Wayne, who's like known to be like played by the tall Newman, white, 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 white. So as soon as I get the show come out, all oh, kind of motherfucking like like we had a lot of white people that liked and supported. And I'm not saying it was all straight, you know, KKK type shit. But it was a trip in the arts community that like these older white patrons was going. Oh my God, why did they cast a black guy? And you would think you are in the arts world. You see Shakespeare put up in like space and shit. But we you, you got you guys. We will change the, the the genders of people. We'll do all kind of stuff. But y'all see a black man playing a white man role and all of a sudden there's this big hoopla. And that hoopla in our city also made it to the same magazine. that was talking about the same story I was on about you know. In, in his death, he still saying "fuck the black man." And I'm like, man, it's crazy how all this shit just connect and come together. And man, I'm just glad that people, I'm just glad that this podcast and people like y'all just putting it out there, putting that word out there, and letting niggas know, like, look, this is out shit. This shit is wrong. Fuck y'all. If y'all got a problem with it, don't listen. You feel me? So I hope I made sense right now because, you know, I'm kind of nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. But, like, I said, <laughs> I've been listening to y'all. I've been listening to y'all. If not, and y'all inspiration in many ways. Let me get up off this thing. But, like, from New Orleans, from the Fly With Bass podcast, from the Middle Believe Radio Show, from more Bass, Bradford, straight up, keep pushing thank y'all y'all had more power than y'all probably even realize. straight
0: up wow man oh,
1: thank you sweetie uh first
0: of all thank yeah thank you for the call five years listening that's amazing mm-hmm. um i uh, love your accent dog me
1: too like, i was like, like that's a
0: sexy voice and nigga we is old <laughs> yeah yeah oh uh, um, and then the other thing was um well the black nerd part that you hit on i i just had a conversation last week playing basketball with this kid man named manny and uh he had uh he uh had he hadn't been playing for a while because he had moved up to the north side but he came down to play ball with us this week because school's out and shit and we was just talking about anime man like he walked over to me and was like you still on that anime i was like yeah man we had a full-blown conversation certain people was like contributing like it's basically a bunch of black dudes sitting around talking about anime and that's kind of been my experience so um and I'm so thankful for my experience because no offense but the more I meet certain people where I'm like damn you never had just regular ass niggas you could talk to about this shit Right. so you associated it with some weird stuff in your head about like black people must not like this this makes me special as a black person like other you know uh, am I white am I not black enough like all these questions I never had to have because I've been having that kind of conversation my whole life all the way back to like speed racer and shit so um you know it was cool to have that conversation and you know we were talking about bleach and uh inuyasha and naruto and ship naruto ship then and uh we were talking about uh one punch man and uh because he's the person that told me about one punch man um, one punch man is greatness and i was like oh yeah i watched it since we talked and he was like oh man i'm off that now i'm on some like something else and i was like well what about Attack on titan season two started on cartoon network yes, and he was did. like he was like well i watched the whole first season but i'm gonna wait till the second season build all the way up then i'm gonna go and marathon it like it was just cool man to be able to uh you know have that conversation uh, you know, and I—I I didn't even think about how I was leaving out the wine. I was like, "Yeah, we just had a black ass nerd moment." But you know, I just—I think I've just been having those my whole life. So I'm glad to—to to be uh, a voice for a lot of people mm-hmm. that can hear something—a kindred spirit for a lot of black people that right. it, maybe you just where you're living, where you're at, just your social interactions—you haven't really heard other black people that are like, kind of into some of this nerdy shit and not ashamed of it but also not patting ourselves on the back like look how special we are for this uh that's dope second thing um glad they got that person fired fuck them i don't have no sympathy like you're not gonna be teaching my black babies and then up here talking about confederate heritage and pride Mm -hmm. fuck you my kid doesn't need to internalize anything from you um and then lastly um that playwright that's funny because you're right they don't mind switching genders with things mm-hmm. they don't mind
1: like i said put them into space and shit
0: yeah or or take or or often, often something that just doesn't get talked about like taking roles of color and putting white people in them come on happens all the time yet somehow this is the time when you know and that and, and, and like they say that's his family right that nigga is dead right so at this point it's y'all you know what i mean because there's a lot of people that have some fucked up beliefs that you know we just don't espouse those beliefs even with the good things they did so it's like it's cool to be like lindy b johnson was able to you know help get the voting rights act passed. it but but he also interned uh japanese people or whatever like it's it's okay to say both of those things and be like well one of those is shameful and that's not part of a legacy that we want to celebrate. To me, I feel like the attitudes of race and shit is not something to be celebrated. It should be like, well, that was his vision, but he dead. He not watching this play in heaven or hell or wherever the fuck he is. Yes, put some black people in it. Do what you want to do. Maybe it'll be a hit. Look at Hamilton. Nobody thought Hamilton was going to be what it is. And now, you know, somebody's looking for the next Hamilton. Uh, anyway, um, thank you for the call, man. Thank you, baby. Uh, let's see. Next voicemail this is 17 seconds is a wrong call let me see hold cool, on uh, my
2: bad it's bats again you hear me oh. and i gotta say this i love you karen you need some i love you karen t-shirts or something the giant got them already i you need <laughs> to get up on that you feel me because i know we all, all us all us be saying it but we all mean that shit you hear me <laughs> all right bye see you then Paul i'm out this <laughs> time
1: <laughs> oh
0: thank you sweetie uh put <laughs> some thank you sweetest on a t-shirt oh, some t-shirts uh, Alright, uh, next voicemail. Hey, but uh, it's just, this is bad. Hey, I wanted to talk about the
2: Cowherd Jamal Ball situation. I think the biggest problem that I don't think anybody's addressing is that the cowherds studio setup is absolutely atrocious, aesthetically hideous, hideous. You have uh cowherd they sit in a desk that looks down at the desk, the guest sits on a couch you know, a microphone apparatus to the left and strain their neck to look up into the left to talk to cowherd, and then to talk to their female co host strain to the right and up to look at them and they're way off in the distance. This is the dumbest design set I've ever seen in my life.
0: All right. Oh, that was it. Short <laughs> <George, laughs> sweet to the point. No, I
1: agree. It's the dumbest design I ever seen in my life. They need. They both of them need to be on the same side.
0: Yeah, that's such a weird setup. And then, like I said, it's it's sad because it's a bunch of problems all having a conversation. Everybody in that room was a problem. So yeah, I don't want to support any of them. To be honest, I don't support Colin Cowher. I don't support her. Cause she does go over the line and say stupid shit sometimes and then i don't support lavar ball it's like i don't know why that became a touchstone for everybody to get their agendas in but it really wasn't the time it's much better just being like that's a thing that happened and walking away you know it's it's like when uh Charlemagne goes on goes in on um jason whitlock and people were celebrating and passing that oh he went in man he made him dunk it a day he talked about him for 10 minutes and i'm like well what i'm noticing is two things one charlemagne does know better when he wants to because he was using all the critiques against jason whitlock that have often fallen at his feet and he went i don't give a fuck you know like there's so many people that have been like yo what you said is disrespectful and fucked up towards black women and he's just been like whatever like i don't that's not how i mean and i'm fine y'all you know but when it was time to attack jason whitlock all of a sudden he could understand all the intersections of black women and feminism and body shaming and all this shit and then he ends it with a bunch of fat shaming stuff at the end so it's almost like you know i can't really pass that around to say you know it's it's once again i'm watching two people have a fight that i don't have a side on and i don't think either one is right you know uh, and at the end of the day he was getting he was talking about jason whitlock defending this white woman and saying how fucked up it was because that white woman was problematic and she tried to use the emmett till uh tactic to to, to get lavar ball messed up but he defends tommy lauren who has is even worse you know, who thinks white people need to stop being quote-unquote afraid to talk about race when she really just means be racist. You know, like, you can't defend any of the people involved in these situations, because none of them are, none of them have a code, none of them have honor, none of them have dignity, none of them have a line they want to cross, so you, you you know, it's just about them saying what's hot at the moment to win a discussion for the moment, and then right back to nothing, you know, so, yeah, it's hard to, um, to root for anybody involved in this situation, like LeVar Balls is just a microcosm of what's wrong with the media today. A bunch of people that don't need to know shit, talking a bunch of authoritarian stuff, and then having hot takes, and everybody having a hot take based on that. They moved the needle, though. They got the ratings, so that's all that their job really is, I guess. Uh, next voicemail. Last one, actually.
3: Hi, Rod and Karen. This is EVE, and I was calling to throw myself on the mercy of the gracious, beautiful Queen Karen, um, you have to take control of your husband because these white people songs are getting out of control. I used to be the one that didn't mind the, the acoustic guitar, maybe because I didn't hear it that often, but every day it's driving me crazy. Um, I, I think once I heard the, the dropping the bomb several times, I knew the madness had to stop. That um, was just egregious, and I wanted to karate chop him in the throat. Uh, and you know what you're doing, and it's got to stop. Um, just wanted to let you know that I have my tickets to NegroCon, and I'm bringing a plus two. And my plus two are called ten because I want to fight you all up in the face for the torture. And the emotional abuse that you have perpetuated on your audience with these acoustic monstrosities. <laughs> um, other than that, um, I love your show. Um, thanks. Keep doing what you're doing, except for the white people acoustic crap.
0: Uh, bye. Bye <laughs> bye. Well, first of all, if you attack me, uh I have it set up so that uh the show will be nothing. It'll release an episode that's nothing but acoustic guitar covers. Whole I, I have a button that I have to press once every twenty-four hours to keep that from going to the feed. And if I'm dead, that's all that'll be left on the. feed. To
1: you. Yes. The years power that be.
0: And as you can tell from Karen's enthusiasm, she's just as much part of the problem. So, it's I like hopeless.
1: that song.
0: It's hopeless. So, you need to stop trying to tell, stop trying to police our our show. Stop trying to tone police us and let us make the show that we intend to make as black people. <laughs> Only thing you're doing is making me look up more. I'm looking up more covers right now just to, 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 to play later. White people need to know what kind of menace they are. And the only way to get it properly conveyed is to see them ruining black music that they claim to appreciate. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> emails, let ah. girls be from, from, let's see, a lyric eye who says, Hey Karen and Rod, Sunday's episode threw me right back in the middle in high school and I just need to vent a little bit with y'all. Okay. Come through then. Uh, uh, hold on. All right. The dress code was just another tool of control and the bane of my existence. I was only in fourth grade when I overheard my teacher telling my dad, single father, it's time for me to start wearing a bra. I skipped right past the training part, and I guess that's where you're supposed to learn how to manage attention to that growing breast Bring. I didn't ask for my middle school nickname to be Hooters. I didn't ask for my high school counselor to assume I was seeking attention and send me home when the matching V-neck T-shirts my best friend gave me for uh, my birthday uh, looked a lot different on me than her. I didn't ask to be whistled at and followed home from school by grown men whose children I probably knew, but the dress code was always there to tell me it was my fault. They never used the word slept directly, but I got distinct impression. That's what I was dressed like. And whenever disciplined by teachers or counselors, I was never given the benefit of the um, of the doubt that I might have actually been mortified. A benefit of the thought that I might have actually been mortified. That I might have been unaware of myself in the way clothes fit. That I was hitting growth spurts left and right. They always say if you follow the dress code as if it was some infallible document there are entirely too many people in charge of young girl self-image and the fact that adults can just decide who you and your intentions uh are just stand and just start handing out punishments has always bothered me mm-hmm. i was never put in a position of the girl in the story but it's inevitable situation given dress codes are nearly really uh never really meant to help teach you what's appropriate Mm-mm. i call them i get to rules because it seems like people are always looking for a reason to police girls if you wear a skirt i deem too short i get to deny you an education if you wear that low-cut shirt i get to get get disrespect and shame you and if you complain about fitting in i get to call you frivolous but if you don't care i get to bash you with every rule i can find it till you think about uh, all you think about is you uh what you look like and who is going to offend who was going to offend or please and then call you frivolous again for not being focused on your studies that girl is smart and focused enough to have given gotten multiple scholarships but she didn't care enough when we told her her shoulders were out so no more ivy league for her shit shits a trap and yet another reason I consider homeschooling for my kids. I don't have yet. Thanks for letting me vent, y'all. Uh, a lyric guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, when I tell you, I have, particularly on Facebook, I've seen a lot of parents really homeschooled They're like, I, I'm homeschooling too. They get to the kindergarten because for a lot of women, I don't mean, daycare is a fucking mortgage. Your whole paycheck will actually go towards daycare in certain situations. So a lot of them like, fuck it. Uh, until they get to five i'm gonna be here and one of the things where you might as well enjoy free education while you can because the way uh uh bestie they whatever the fuck her name is is doing it. eventually you're gonna have to pay for school
0: Mm-hmm. uh i i do and i and that's the thing i always have thought about that for little girls man because you know i remember like we go watch like a little girl like uh, my niece, my niece's basketball game some girls are more mature than others in their, like, body, but they're the same age. They're, all right. those kids are out there at the same age, and they all have the same maturity level. Just because your body might develop, you're still 11-year-old, you're still a 13-year-old. Like, you're, you're just a kid, and it's funny because – not funny, but scary, really, Um because you know that somebody's body developing – uh, ahead of quote unquote schedule, whatever that means,
1: whatever means that,
0: that means. means that they will attract the interest of men. And as much as people swear to God, they don't understand the men is trash shit even though they understand that bitches ain't shit but hoes the tricks doesn't mean all women shout out to nick jew come on um but 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 yet they swear they that, that men are the ones who are attacked that men are the ones who should be scared that men are the ones who really have it hard and no you're not trash don't listen to that and yet at the same time their biggest nightmare is that they're the women in their lives would attract the attention of some random man because they're scared of those men too you know they're scared of what that means for those women right you know, so, so yeah, it, it, it is scary. And that's just before you even consider, cause if you think about it, with dress code for women at that age, for girls at that age, is really more under the auspices of keeping them from attracting the attention of boys and men. So even then, the dress code is not about the women. It's about the fact that we refuse to say to men and to boys, this is a not acceptable behavior. That, like just you know she like you can the same way you can wear a t-shirt and shorts to school she should be able to wear a t-shirt and shorts to school without being like well she got some big titties so her shirt gotta be different you know what i mean so yeah i don't know man it's it, i just feel bad because because it's no um it's no way to protect somebody from that like you said unless you like homeschool them or something 'Cause these zero tolerance policies and all these rules where if you look at a sheet of what women can wear, what men can wear, it's like the damn women's page is always three to four times much longer.
1: Come on, even you know? in the workplace.
0: Uh Anthony writes in uh Anthony Animal Thug Tatum says, Hey Ryder Karen is this email is titled black rage i was just scrolling through tumblr and seeing pictures from a story you covered where a young lady was wearing an off the shoulder shirt and got suspended for 10 days i couldn't believe how overblown this guy over the nothing situation listening to the story i felt for her but after seeing the pictures i was enraged knowing that she was threatened for with being arrested for such nonsense is just unbelievable thank you for sharing the news that is often overlooked yeah man um the and, and nothing ever happens to these principles or nothing like the most that would happen is they might go, well, she can come back to school or something. And that, that's that's like the reason it's in the news is because there was no recourse left for the parent or the kid. Right. So you had to go to the news station and be like, Can you believe this ridiculous shit? and hope they publish it. Uh Miss Christopher writes in, mo to the, Neek to the. Hey y'all. Real quick about the Monique situation. One, like y'all, uh have been reiterated Monique has been classy for almost a decade. Two. For her to come out and say slanderous things, I'm pretty sure it means that she has options and is stirring up some stuff for some future things she's working on. Not only are they on some the respectability stuff with her, they are also insulting her intelligence as a comedy grinder in the game for a couple of decades. Yet that part is something that always gets to me, and well, I think been around
1: for a very long time. I
0: well, uh, not, I'm not even talking about her time in the in the game. That's not what I'm talking about. The part that always gets to me is when people talk like you didn't consider what the fuck else obvious point they're making right every like if it's this deep in the game this this long in this beef yeah nigga i did think about that it's a new problem to you because i'm talking about it right true but it right. ain't a new right. problem true. you know it's like the people that get mad that you threw a punch to retaliate against somebody that's been fucking with you for years like wow did you think about this that i tried everything i wasn't working they were stopping me from working now what well i mean if you talk if you don't talk about it i didn't talk about it i still couldn't get no work so what are we what are you saying really you're nothing you're not contributing to any solution you're just trying to the you're the, you're the person that comes along after someone's called me a nigger and then goes well i just don't like to see two people fight fuck you you useless ass piece of shit sorry uh anybody else uh especially white men they would have put two and two together like there's a lot of noise coming from on these camp she's been burning bridges with the she must have something potent up her sleeves but instead she gets this stupid bit of black biatch don't know what's good for her she doubly canceled as kids say also the way she you put your pool sweet soul adrian balon uh was beautiful. uh love and, uh hugs and kisses and see y'all soon miss christopher thank you thank you we will see soon Uh, uh Tiana writes in Listen to feedback. Hello there, Rod and Karen. Apologies in advance for this long message. I went premium a couple of months ago with Sidebar. I've gone back to the beginning of the Nerd Off, and that show is everything. Thank you guys for all the hard work and research. I also was only introduced to the Blackout to this podcast this past September, and you two are beyond amazing. Your podcast is a major part of my life now. Y'all are with me in my commute, at my desk, even while grocery shopping. I've laughed, cried, laughed some more, and been pissed listening to the nonsense that goes on in the country anyway to the point of my email when i went premium it honestly felt like christmas was all the gifts of the episodes to catch up on being a fan of the walking dead recast and most recently this too much it was like prayers answered seeing the Dem thrones podcast um i got to about episode four season five when i noticed there's no recorders for season six or at least that i found oh i just need to put them on the um feed we mm-hmm. we did those I'm gonna make a note hold yeah, on we, yeah we need to cut those and them throw I, I ain't
1: gonna promise you nothing i guess after i eventually watch insecure we can go back and what finish up the one or two seasons we didn't do
0: i i like i said that's always up to you and you always making these promises on the air that you don't deliver so <laughs> y'all get y'all can at, say that again on twitter uh then this week while listening to episode 1449 slavery is bad you mentioned issues with the hashtag them thrones uh, being a newcomer, uh, maybe I missed it. What was the issue with them thrones hashtag? Uh, well, to go, um, I don't, like, not to go too too far into it, but someone wrote an article attributing the hashtag them thrones to, uh, I think, another podcast, uh, Black Girl Nerds, I think, at the mm-hmm. time, um, and then uh, attributing it to me which uh without asking or talking to anybody involved they just they didn't do any research they just wrote these things i cannot remember the publication it was in uh to be honest which is one of the reasons uh to go back to what i said at the time i don't get very excited about these things because they don't really do much for anybody to be honest but um they did no research and they basically flubbed it and said like well these are the people that made this hashtag and then Despite the fact that Black Girl Nerds immediately tweeted out, that's not true. I got this from Roderman's Prime, And I immediately tweeted out, well, I didn't invent this shit either. The homies at Five Starter were always... It's them. I shout them out every time, but you know, uh, our show has gotten so big. Um, I think sometimes people just disregard when i'm like oh shout out to five yeah, they, yeah, they, they came up with that my favorite podcast shit like that i think people just be like yada 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 on that shit they and, do. and at the time you know it's something that uh the show it's not like the show blew up overnight i didn't realize that people were um you know basically disregarding that to a certain extent mm-hmm. um and more importantly you know um since this person never saw out the article um you had people legitimate like legitimately feeling uh it caused a lot of upset in the, in the community man because yes, it did because i think what we have is not it's almost like you i want to look at a lot of things as family and stuff but i learned from that less the lesson i learned from that is that a lot of this is just business and even if you really cool with people and you like people you have to start at least thinking of the pitfalls of what could happen business-wise like mm-hmm. you, like you'll never catch me selling some dim thrones merchandise or something it, mm-hmm. it's not mine like mm-hmm. it's it's like a cool thing that's like a homage to somebody else that we just thought well, like this is the perfect phrase and this is so dope but it's theirs you know It's theirs. Right? um so uh yeah it caused a big rift man there was a lot of hurt feelings uh i think that we we had um uh dj ben amin on i think we even had uh then we had five starter crew on Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, one of my favorite episodes and then we had um uh jamie on at one point like the next week or so so Mm -hmm. like you know i like to view our podcast as like a hub that brings a lot of people together they don't always get along Mm -hmm. and they and we're not gonna get along with everybody but i like i like to consider that we have a place where a lot of people can come together, and I hope people remember to a certain extent that they do share space with each other mm-hmm. um we do share fans when you know like uh, a lot of people are kind of you know in their own weird twisted way, rooting for us to fall out with everybody involved like there were people that didn't want us to see us be cool with black girl nerds, there were people that didn't want to see us be cool with uh, fan bros or the people that didn't want to see us be cool with five starters like everybody had their own agendas involved and um to be honest there's the there's value in each of those relationships and it i is. wouldn't want to lose it over something that honestly nobody involved started it right nobody involved some lazy person who just decided i'm writing this article and saying blank 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 did that you know and and then it was everybody trying to get attention off of it people were writing blog posts about us like we weren't like it's it's weird because it's like they treat you like you're not a person yes sir or like you're some diabolical like this is my scheme or something yeah with no scheme behind it yeah and it's just however angry someone is at the other party that's what they say about you you know like uh black girls nerves is just this uh five star is just that black out tips is just that fan bros is just that like just, you think of whatever stereotype you want to include there and it's right. like but that's not really all it is to any of these shows
1: no when the relationships know? are deeper than that
0: so yeah man Um uh, it was just this stupid drama man i hated that it came through like that um but uh you know i just uh you know it, it was very like emotionally disturbing at the time because you know i try to stay in a positive frame uh framework and space and be supportive to so many different people that it, it was kind of like hard to go through and be like you know i'm i have my principles on this but at the same time i don't want to back down and like uh the big thing for 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 to me was i don't want any of the credit for the dim throne shit if it's going to cause any strife to the fire starter crew like that Correct. what's the point mm-hmm. If it, if it's not like i'm just signal boosting and being like isn't this cool look look what y'all did look what look what black people it because honestly it it won't be the same after that but at the time dem thrones was really about the power of black people Mm -hmm. coming together and making something trend every fucking night like every sunday like clockwork if game of thrones was trending number one dem thrones was number two and after that it became what's it became about how powerful the hashtag was and who should get credit it's like everything kind of went to the side because none of that shit was for me i'm not speaking for anyone else none of that shit to me is important you know like what's important is the good time that we're all having not mm-hmm. who if i get the credit for it. i'm not trying to take anyone else's credit Mm-mm. i only want the credit for the shit that i do i don't want nobody else's shit i don't want their money i don't want their nothing just like if i did something and karen we and Karen did something with the blackout tips thank you love when we get credit for what we do if somebody else does something i'm not that dude i'm not trying to take your jokes i'm not trying to take your segment Mm-mm. i'm not trying to like that like to have that kind of mentality is a callousness towards people that i don't want to ever possess while i'm looking at people and going how do i take what makes them great and make it mine Mm-mm. like that's fucked up yeah you and the thing about it you can't
1: duplicate something that's authentic like you right. can actually try your best to imitate it, but you can never duplicate it. Cause one thing about it is that the people that created that, there's something unique about it. And right. you can't do anything. You can't build those years of relationships. You can't build those friendships. You can't build that deepness. You can't build that closeness. You can't, it's just, you just can't duplicate it. So
0: you can try, but you're never, you will never succeed. That's another reason I won't that. Another reason I wouldn't even, like, I know people do it, but I don't understand the mentality of stealing people's shit. Like, yeah, I'ma steal these tweets. I'ma steal, oh, I heard this joke on this podcast. I'ma act like it's mine. Or oh, I saw this on a TV show. I'ma act like I came up with it. I don't even understand that because you're not the creator of it. You can't do it again. You stole. You know what I'm saying? And also, what's the harm in giving somebody credit? Like, Come that was on, a, dog. like the ego part of it was what was so fucked up is because people, I think, and I, and I, I know they meant well. So I'm, this isn't a diss to people, but I think in their minds, they think, well, ego wise, you just want to hear that you're right and everybody's wrong. And so many people, I'm talking about way more people than, than way more people were just like, Rod, you ain't do nothing wrong. Y'all show didn't do nothing wrong. These niggas da 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 to, to just like to dismiss them. But I know for a fact they don't feel that way about other people. So when he when they fuck with somebody, like, uh, let it be um the woman who came up with the black girl magic phrase like we don't just say well it's bigger than y'all now you shouldn't be able mm-hmm. to sell these shirts shit everybody's selling black girl merch shirts too bad why you ain't trademark it we don't talk like that towards her
1: mm-hmm. in fact somebody tried to mimic that little and they shut something, that shit and they was like
0: no unless you unless you paying her a paper you better stop right so i so i don't want to be like well for the principle of it when it's working in my favor then fuck them principles mm-hmm. nah principle is the shit that you do when it's not convenient man Come so on you know i like i said even without it being intended i can recognize a slight when a slight is had and come on uh that's the reason i apologize and to be honest man that's the reason i'm still cool with those dudes to this day uh because i do respect them i respect their product I, mm-hmm. I think this show is just a fucking it's my favorite show i don't miss it like it's every time it comes out i'm laughing till i'm crying my eyes out um you know even when i disagree with them they present perspectives in a way that i like either i hadn't thought about it before or sometimes it it strengthens the way i feel where i'm like well this is why that's bullshit you know what i mean or okay just didn't didn't think of it that way but i can see where you are coming from shit like that so um yeah i felt like the goal of that person who wrote that was just being lazy and trying to write a quick piece but it hurt a lot of people in that within that community over hashtag that I think for lack of a better term the black community online was quote unquote sharing the hashtag yeah they were but it, it had sparked off into some some shit that's just beyond the control of anybody at some point like people still doing it with shows where they're trying to take the, the name of the show and turn it into some type of like slang vernacular or whatever which clearly they can't be fans of five starter if they're doing that because like that wasn't the point Mm-mm. you know what i mean so like clearly it was just out of control at some point and it happens it happens with me they talk about impossible white man on dan Lebertar's radio show like a couple I times a year hilarious. people will hit me on twitter and say they talking about the Impossible white man they don't know about ImpossibleWhiteMan.com. They ain't got the details right. They be fucking the shit up. They be they be like, "Is it Wesley Snipes' Impossible Black Man?" and all this shit. Ah! And, and you know what, dog? I, le- legitimately, fine. I don't care. Like you, like do what you want to with that concept. It's not for me to really police. It's too big of a job at that point, where millions of people probably heard this phrase, and it's not this exact way that I would like to say it and it's not the approved way that i've talked about it so i just gotta i just gotta let it slide that's what that's kind of what we we're doing with this job with this gig we have is sometimes shit gets bigger than we can handle and control True. and we just gotta let it go out into the world and recognize that you know maybe the people that are really interested will come find out where it's from yeah and some people just ain't never gonna give a fuck
1: Mm-mm, that's okay too
0: yeah but you movie on impossiblewhitemanmovie.com it's gonna come back to our website so you know whatever but uh yeah that's kind of what happened was uh i hope you hope and, and i think there's some episodes you can even go back on the archive mm-hmm. and listen to it is where we detailed it um all right so uh she also says being a sort of newcomer maybe i missed it what was the issue with the... okay i talked about that what happened to patrice man patrice's schedule to record just got crazy um you can't really hear it because if you're only listening to the dem thrones episodes you don't hear all the episodes where it's like well we thought we could record today but patrice wasn't able to record and she Mm -hmm. doesn't have a good recording situation so we gotta move the show and you know when we do dem thrones we need consistency man like you know it needs to be this time every week same time everybody we gotta show up and because motherfuckers y'all get kind of uptight about that show like So uh we just couldn't do it and she was too busy. So uh that was and you know, and there was like some whole other shit going on with another podcast and Patriza shit. It was just more like, uh right, this is as good a getting out point as possible without getting in no trouble. So uh but yeah, in general, um like I said, we just couldn't find time to record. It would it would literally be like, We could can we record Monday at this time and then Monday would come and she'd be like, Nah, can we move it to Wednesday, i can't do it today and it was like we don't have a guest and we also thought man it would be cool to spread the love around because mm-hmm. it, it helps people find other podcasts and other personalities when we invite them on to review it yeah as well uh where can i find season six i will edit and put those on the feed that is all on me and i got you dog i got you okay so many questions i know i hope i'm not stirring the pot open the old wounds and ask you to speak on something that's been discussed at nazium in the past and i'm just late to the party you know what i don't think any old wounds will be open-minded in this conversation mm-hmm. i i stand by everything i've said i don't and i d- definitely try to be empathetic and kind to the people involved in all this shit because uh it's not my intent to go around misquoting people or Mm-mm. you know trying to start shit where where shit is done and i don't have no ill will towards anybody else involved no sir if nothing i if nothing else i have nothing but love for people so uh you know i i'm good you know uh, which is the story of my life so if, if at a minimum can you point me in the right direction with a find season six and if you are feeling generous let that inquiring mind know what happened okay i've gone on long enough love you guys hope this show goes on forever and i'll attempt to tune in never try listening live saturday morning because i live in the dc area and i'm kicking myself for missing tickets to negro Con. i can't wait to hear how you will be handling handing out those two extra tickets take care and stay dope tiana b thank you tiana thank you and uh yeah I'm, i got you tiana i'm a um i'm gonna handle that for you um how much time we got left okay all right cool uh we got two more emails d crossy says hey queen and king of tbgwt it's uh it's and i just want oh i guess it's d i don't know oh it's miss danny and i just want to say send y'all some love and share a work story that came to my mind when karen had that issue with her coworker. which by the way fuck that lady she can't talk to you any kind of way karen if she has a problem then she should come correct so there's a resident maggots m-a-g-a-t-s at my job it means maggots means make some make america great again trump supporter (laughs) ah my friend made that up and it's perfect identified for them fools yeah maggots that's perfect well she said disposable things about president obama and proudly boasted about 45. She talked about how talking, taking down racist statues is destroying history and so much more. I try my best not to drag her daily. She's also an emotional powder keg. She dumps all her problems on us and lashes out at everyone. Now, I've worked with her for a long time, six years. We both transferred to this job. So I know to just report to my supervisors to document everything. People at my job haven't known her as long as I have, three years. So they gave her the benefit of the doubt, but their patience has run thin. Uh, she doesn't work well with others and we've all had enough. We pretty much had to walk on eggshells because we don't know what's going to set her off. So last week, she caught herself going off on me for reasons that made sense and only in her head. And there was a representative from an outside company in our workplace. I kept my cool and handled myself professionally, and our manager was a witness to the tiff. Well, little Miss Maggots decided she was going to tell on me to our administrative su- supervisor that she's quitting and she's not happy. I said, okay, girl, she threatened to leave all the time, and I wish she would, but she's bull- but she's bluffing. I roll well we had a meeting with everyone at the office and administrator supervisor called miss make america great again trump supporter to the carpet and pretty much put sis on notice that hr has been notified of her behavior and the hostile work environment she created she also being moved away from me and i can work in peace swear to the lord swear for the lord the celebration played in my heart and i resisted the urge to smile and dance like baby grouped ha. <laughs> I waited till lunch break to do that, lol. Okay, y'all, that's it. Love always, Miss Danny. Hey, I'm happy for your victory. Me too.
1: One victory at a time.
0: One at a time. Last one, Morgan writes in, uh, head rotter email may be too late for this week's feedback. Nope, it's right on time, boo uh but i just caught up on episode 1451 i had to comment on the story about the teacher fired from saint ignatius ignatius for being gay i graduated from saint ignatius in 2007 this is not the first time a teacher has been run run out for being gay when i attended we had an amazing teacher who put on who was put on indefinite leave after students started a rumor that he was gay and had aids that same damn students wow that same year we had a white male teacher who was accused of sexually harassing sexual harassment by a female student and went unpunished because he was too beloved to fire. Wow. Wow. Of course. We had openly one openly gay student who was clearly targeted by the staff because of how he dressed. In my senior year, a group of white students actively campaigned for the African American history course to be removed as an elective and we had to fight tooth and nail to keep it. Yo, that's another thing. How many people fit the same Venn diagram of I want African American history not tied in schools, but don't you throw away them conservative monuments? I swear that circle look like two just a circle it look like one big ass circle anyway um the, uh, uh Mm, okay. Athe, atheists and other non-Catholic students were attacked for not being the communion in mass, not taking communion in mass The statement about Ignatius being tolerant and inclusive 100% false. Rather, it is a culture where you know you can be expelled or dismissed if you step one toe over the line. You guys hit the nail on the head with your comments about the school and the students. Love the show. Keep doing big things. We shall. And thank you. We appreciate you. That's everybody today, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be back, uh, well, for premium people we're we'll back in like a hour and a half. Yeah. For everybody else, uh we're back tomorrow. So uh and Tuesday, I guess should be Nick Ju. <laughs> yep. Uh we might take a day off for Memorial Day, uh as well. So we'll let you guys know. Until then, I love you.
1: I love too. Mwah.